Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere AroPay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Follows and likes come with an abundance of pressure for moms in the public eye. Today we have the confessions of an influencer. Some of you may know her as Nanny. She went from fashion blogger to now mother of two and captured it all through beautiful photos and videos on Instagram. But how stressful is it to really keep it all together for your followers? Do other moms feel the same pressure? She opens up and tells us the truth about reality versus Instagram. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hello! I'm still excited about season two. I need to calm down and regulate. I know, that's it. We're in, we're in. We're in season two officially now. Second episode of season two. Like, I never imagined us even finishing season one. And so now I'm like, oh shit, now we have season two. Like, it's great. And we did a long season one, actually. 30 episodes. So we'll do 30 episodes for this season. Yeah, and so far, so good. Okay, so I'm excited about today's guest. I have followed her for a very long time on Instagram. I have seen everything from, you know, her thriving as a fashion blogger, creator, etc., And like then becoming one thing that happened to her before having Nico, which like she can share if she wants. And then having her first son and now having her second son. And like the whole time I'm like, how are you doing? How's this going? Because I see her and it's like, I could technically They, also have a second Everyone says it's a huge <laughs> game changer when you go from one baby to two babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh. it'd be interesting to talk to her about how that has been also. Yes. Um, so why don't we start with our mother's moment of the week? Yeah. So my mother's moment of the week, I'm still on a high. I'm still feeling good about everything. Yesterday, we did like an end of summer party for Victoria and the neighbors, like her little pod of friends from the neighborhood. And it was so awesome. I rented a like a bounce house with a water slide and and it was cool. Like it was eight little kids and like the friends that she's been hanging out with like for over a year now. And it was just so nice. I had to take the day off because I was like, I can't try to make these two things happen at the same time. And I wanted to like enjoy it, you mm -hmm. know? So I was... But you guys were kind of hosting it too, right? Yeah, yeah. It was at my mom's and she just had so much fun and, and I was just really happy for her that, you know, in these times, it's really hard to figure out like good social moments for her. But this was like, it was great. Like you could tell she was processing like 
these are my friends from the park and now they're here at my Avilela's house and it was just so like <laughs> it's, oh, a lot, it's a lot yeah she's like in. wait so this morning when she woke up I was like mama te gusto que todos tus amigos fueron a ver a tu Avilela and she's like yeah and I'm like who told you to reply in English what's wrong with you so my mother's moment of the week you know what this is horrible because I feel like I still have mom brain and my son's almost like 16 months I don't know if that's normal or yeah, not if I'm yeah, just yeah, tired yeah. we can extend it there's, yeah there's no can deadline I, yeah, yeah can I use that car for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. I don't know if this was my mother's moment last episode. Does it have to do with Ford getting frustrated that he can't say more things? Yes. Was that last week? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't your mother's moment, but you definitely talked about it. So I'm going to go ahead and repeat it again because this is the one thing that has me a little bit stressed out. So Ford is a very, I want to say, very bright, engaged child. And now he's to the point where he can really express himself as much as he wants to. So he gets very frustrated and very angry very easily. Mm. So, you know, I'm used to having like this super happy, bubbly baby. And now he's like this angry little man <laughs> when he can specifically, I guess, find the word that he wants to say. He doesn't use that many words yet. So he's getting really angry and really frustrated. And it's just like, it breaks my heart to see him get so worked up about it. Yeah. I actually called someone that my friend Yaleen recommended to just kind of have an evaluation to see like, you know, can I help him express himself better? Mm-hmm. Um, where he is with his vocabulary and his speech. And I know that I'm like a little bit crazy with these things. I know. Because the doctor, his doctor was like, you have nothing to worry about. He's only 15 months. You know, he gets No, but there. I think it's fine to be proactive about it Yeah, as well. exactly. So I'm like, look, even if it's not delayed in his speech, I want to at least help him advance or progress a little bit, you know, faster so that he could express himself easier and he doesn't get as frustrated as he's getting right now because he like yells and yeah. he like put his hands in like these little fists and he gets so red and he starts like yelling like, ah, you know. Anyway, so we had a few of those episodes this week. You know, I tried to calm him down and walk but him wait, through But wait, did like, you take him yet to this? Bit? No, so we're going to do it in two weeks. Okay. He's going to come over. Um, he actually asked me, this is very interesting, to see an audiologist for his audio for, yeah, hearings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him that he saw an ENT and he said, no, I need something more specific and detailed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just to Discard scratch that, that yeah. out and say, okay, he hears I had a cousin who had speech delays because he wasn't hearing things correctly. And so he would pronounce the way he was hearing. I'm gonna go ahead and do that first and then he's gonna have this evaluation and that's it I mean I'm sure he's fine but you know no but that's I'm good I, if that things. also gives you peace of mind then ultimately like that's most important we're gonna go ahead and ask our guest to share her motherish moment of the week before we introduce her formally so hi nanny how are you hi I'm good how are you girls good I'm very excited to be here today <laughs> honestly I feel like the past two months have been a blur so I'm like <laughs> The week, what has been a week, (laughs) but I think this week was like when I got back a little bit to work in work mode. So I was like, okay, Leo is already like a month and a half and I I enjoy creating content. So I'm like, let's do it. And Nico started school like officially pre-K. And so it's like perfect timing. He spends like the morning and half of the afternoon there. So I have like more time to be a mo- or focus on one since and then be able to work a little bit so i think that would be this week <laughs> so let me introduce our guest she is better known as at nanny that's at n-a-n-y her name is danina ramirez is originally from caracas venezuela she moved here to miami in 2006 to go to college she married her college sweetheart who's an amazing photographer the cutest and we'll talk about him ever. later on and you know like karen mentioned she went from being a fashion uh had a blog called fab chic and fit and then later on turned into nanny's closet 
And now she's a mommy of two. And so now she's becoming Nico and Leo's mom. Um, as she captured it all in her husband's actually lens. And uh, we've been it's following such a perk, her, by the way. So I know. What Juan an takes awesome. pictures of me. I mean, I love you, Juan, but like, not get rid of so. I know. <laughs> so we're excited to have her. And like Cameron mentioned, I think it's very important to highlight the fact that you know those first few months are very tough. I mean, you kind of just want to be like in your PJs with your like I don't even know if my mom's gonna even shower like the first days. I think it's right? hard. No, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And here we have Nanny who has to continue to create content because this is like your livelihood, right? And it's been I guess part of like who you and your husband happen for a long time so maybe it does come easier for you guys but it's still a good challenge and I think it's very important I think to kind of let other moms know like hey it's not as easy as it seems and it's not as that's in, like what I really love about Nanny because she has no problem in saying like no actually you guys meeting her audience and her community like sometimes they'll like pressure her for certain things like for example the topic of breastfeeding oh, like the first time around with Nico like you can share a little bit of, about how you manage your reality versus like the expectations of your community. Let me start by saying like this time around, I took kind of like a maternity leave. I really need this time, like you guys said, to just enjoy my baby and be present in the moment and don't be like, oh, I have to create content. But I've been doing this for, I don't know how long, like 11 years maybe. And I do feel the pressure to be present and to continue sharing what I do and how I do it. But like Karen said, to be real and be like, this is happening. And like, for example, with what Karen was saying, that I struggle a lot with Nico breastfeeding him. He wouldn't latch and I share my whole experience and people were like, oh, go to a lactation consultant and do this and do that. And I'm like, I got to a point like I did my best and you were and done. this is it. And this is it, it's fine. And now I went in with a different mentality and I was able to, I'm actually still breastfeeding and I'm like, we're doing great. And it's nice to share like both sides and be like, you can still try or be a little optimistic, but still like this happens and you're, it's okay if you, couldn't do something like do not compare yourself to other moms in social media. I definitely feel that there's been a difference between how you managed everything with Nico and how you managed everything with Leo. I would say almost that you were very proactive about almost like avoiding being more upfront and saying, I'm not going to do this or I am going to do this or this is how I want to handle things compared to with Nico where it was almost like you were reacting in real time to like people's overwhelming things. Another topic that I know you've talked a lot about is like your self-care and body image and all of that that comes with being postpartum. How are you feeling with everything now? I'm good. I, I, I have to like take it day by day. I did struggle a little bit with an eating disorder when I was younger. So I have to understand and like love my body even more now and be like, it's okay not to bounce back. Like we have to take that mentality out of oh, I need moms like that are working out like a week after and I think it's it's insane. Like you might feel good but still like your organs are going back to its place. It took nine months to get there. Like it's fine to take your time. So it's, it's all about like I actually have a post coming soon about that. Like I got the green light to work out, but still like 
I'm taking my time and just enjoying the baby and there will be time to to be back to who you were before and it's okay. When you post now stuff with mom, I always wonder like, especially for fashion bloggers, right? Everything's focused on you for such a long time and then the babies come around and you kind of like incorporate them into your content. How was that transition? You know, when Nico was born, I mean, and I think when I went back to your page, I feel like it was a smooth transition, but I can only imagine it's double as challenging, right? To kind of like put everything together. Now you're not just thinking about yourself, but you're also kind of incorporating and you want to come across as authentic and real also, but now you're including, you know, a toddler and now a newborn. So I'm just wondering like how challenging is that to include them in your content? At first it was very natural. I was with Nico. I'm like, I have him attached to my hip 24 seven. Like it's only natural for him to be in the pictures in a natural way. So I was just like dressing myself. And if he was like in the photo, he was there. Then he got obviously to the toddler years where he's like, no, I'm not interested. I don't. <laughs> At first, I would try to bribe him with like gummies and be like, oh, if you post with mommy, I'll give you a little chocolate or something. And now he's like, no, so it's hard now. But and I'm fine with that. Like I've been talking a little bit about consent. It's. I think about it a lot like is he gonna be upset at one point like why was I exposed to the public when it wasn't my decision and then I I have a little voice that said well now you save money and like because I've been doing campaigns and I put money aside if he was part of the campaign like Mm -hmm. he worked and I'm like oh but now you have this little bank account that you know when you didn't even notice that you were working but I do respect his opinion now like I, I don't force him to be in anything and now with Leo it's the same thing like if I'm with him, like now breastfeeding, like I did a breastfeeding looks recently, like something very natural to what I'm doing. It's, it's not focused on him, but like how my life with them is. That's how I try to focus the narrative on my social because it's not about their lives, but like how's my life with them. When I talk to other moms, especially new moms, I feel like a lot of the pressure they get is actually from social media. Like it could be a double-edged sword. They get obviously inspiration and motivation from this content, but they also get a lot of pressure because they fall into that comparison game. You know, and we talk a lot about this. Um, how conscious are you, Nanny, when you post something? You know, like, is this going to be helpful for a mom? Is this going to be stressful for a mom? Because, you know, it's trying to find a middle point. And, and I go through this as well, right? Because sometimes this is my reality. Like, okay, this is me working out with my baby or this is me but I don't want to also like create something that's going to be I don't know harmful or maybe stressful for someone else but it is very hard to find a middle ground I think no for sure I when people tell me like how do you do it and I'm like well my mom is here right now for example like she's being very helpful like doing everything basically so I know I'm gonna hit a reality when she leaves too but like being honest and open, like how can you do it all? Like, yeah, I have someone that helps me or I, I'm very open about co-parenting. I, I never say like, oh, my husband helps me. I'm like, he's being a dad. And when people ask me like, oh, how were you able to go to an event? Sometimes I'm like, he is with his dad. Like there's a 50 So that's another thing that I'm very open. Like, yeah, there's... It's a a team. team It takes a village. There's people that are involved and that are helping you. Yeah, it takes a village. I think about with what you're saying, like I definitely in my, I would say in the first year of Victoria's life, there were so many times where I was go on social media, whatever. And then I would see posts that I know for sure were not 
with bad intentions, but would hit me in such a way where They're I was trigger, like, starting God, yes. like it would make me want to like stop and look at my reality and be like, I'm so unhappy with whatever situation, you know, I should be doing more. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I mean, I work in the industry, so I should know better than anyone that it is a highlight That's reel. Normal. Yeah, it is a highlight reel of everybody's life. They're giving you this millisecond of a cute moment that was actually positive when in reality, like it wasn't like that. But there are moms that are like, oh, my son is so perfect at this and so perfect at that and so perfect. And I'm just like, can you tell me something bad? Like, I don't know. When I post things about Victoria, I try to, to be intentional about balancing things out. And it's not in a way of like being like, oh, like I also want to call out my kid for something that they're bad at. But like, I don't know. I've been on the receiving end of it. And it's really crappy, you know, when you see something and you're like, great, I am a total failure. So I try to be like, you know, Victoria did this, but also she did that. Like, you know, just kind of make it seem like, listen, like nothing is, you know, color de rosa. Like, right. But I think this is important what we're talking about, right? Because it kind of falls on the receiving and kind of like how you're receiving. You right. It's yeah. on you to react yeah. and control those emotions. I know it's hard because like you said, most of the times it's not ill intention no, or, no, you know, no. they don't mean to. But just kind of processing that and being aware that there's different, there's more to it than what we actually see. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Esto solo es el principio. Porque lo mejor. Esto no se va a quedar así. Lo más impactante. ¿Por qué? Soy tu padre. Esta mujer me robó. Por favor, abre tus ojos. Está por venir en... ¡Pablo! ¡Entendiste! Tu vida es mi vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión. Y eso sí que amerita un brindis, ¿no crees? You mentioned your husband and co-parenting and the importance of yeah. having a village. And I know you and your husband have been literally a team in every sense of the word, professionally and obviously, you know, not with the babies. It's also going to be hard though, no? Yeah. How is it having to work with your husband and now taking on parenthood with him? I mean, we almost kill each other on the day. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Gabe. So he's, your, he's a photographer. He's a professional photographer. Yes. We met in college, so ages ago, he got into photography because of my blog. Like he started taking my pictures and then slowly he found his own path too. And we still do everything together. Every video, every photo, it's I think 99% with him. It's obviously hard. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm just gonna find someone else to shoot it because for example, I don't know, yesterday he was like holding the baby and with a camera in another hand. Oh my God. And then like, I'm like, okay, let me check the pictures. And like, we switch. It's like right now at this moment, obviously because Leo is very small, we're it's extra hard because we're, it's not like, oh, I'm gonna work and you take care of the baby at the moment. Yeah. It's like, we have to work together and find a way to, I don't even know how we do it sometimes. 
It's been natural because we have been doing it for so long. So mm -hmm. we know each other. We know like how to work together. But yeah, it's still a struggle. How did you guys decide you were ready for parenthood? Like when Nico came around, I don't know your story. So how did you, because you guys seem like, you know, the typical like free, like happy couple, you know, like these little hipsters are like <laughs> conquering the world. You know, when did you, when do you stop and say, you know what, this is time for a family to grow? I feel like you're not ever ready maybe but i remember at the time we were married like for two years and i saw him like every time we would see a baby or like a stroller he would like <laughs> go away and i'm like are you like having baby fever like what's happening and he's like i think it's time to have that conversation it was just very natural like i think we at the time we've been together for like 10 years and it was like okay let's make it bigger than us so we started trying and like kind of mentioned uh, vaguely earlier, uh, I had a miscarriage and I was very open on social media about it. And then we tried again and had Nico. And I think the miscarriage also made us realize that we really wanted to be a family. Yeah, it's like those things that you take for granted. Like you said, like, okay, it's gonna happen, yeah. this is the plan. And then when the plan doesn't work out, like you thought it was going to work exactly. out, then it kind of puts everything into perspective. Um, and you're more appreciative, you know, of Nico and yeah. everything that came after that, I'm sure. Yeah, the plan never works out the way never. you want. I mean, I just feel like that's, that's such a premise of like life and everything where like you are like, now this is going to happen and this is this and then no. And life is like... Yeah, but especially someone gotcha. like Nelly, right? They're college sweethearts. They met in college. They have been yeah. dating for a long time. They had the wedding. Adorable pictures from the wedding too. You know, <laughs> two years, perfect timing. Let's do this. And then this happens and it kind of like rocks your world a little bit, right? Yeah, 100%. A lot. <laughs> And how, yeah. if you don't mind me asking, I know you oh, no, you, you addressed this a little bit in your through your blog, but like having the miscarriage, I think probably marks you in a way that will be with you forever, mm -hmm. right? So I know that when you were pregnant with Leo, how did you manage your emotions knowing that you were pregnant? Were you able to easily step into tranquility and joy? Like, do you ever get or, over that fear? Because I feel like you always yeah. live with, like once it happens to you, you always feel like yeah. it could happen again, Plus right? it was like, pandemic times which is a whole other topic yeah. but how did you manage that the third time you were third. pregnant with nico i don't really got to enjoy it until i was like 32 weeks pregnant wow. because i was like oh at this time the baby can be out by itself like yeah I, and be okay i was always like when am i not necessary like if something happens how how can be be fine without me yeah so i think until i was 32 weeks pregnant i'm like okay it's fine if anything yeah. happens like his chances of survival are high now with leo i was like i didn't get to enjoy nico's pregnancy i have to enjoy every moment and i think that's why i did a lot of like maternity videos yeah and i think this is our last we're like there so i'm like i have to really enjoy it and then at 17 weeks, I started bleeding. And I'm like, gosh, not again. And at 17 weeks, I didn't know the gender. I had seen his face. Like, it was a whole different story with a miscarriage. And I was just like bawling, crying, thinking like, if I got so sad and so depressed the first time without knowing the gender, without seeing like an actual ultrasound, like, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to handle it. And. I got to the hospital and pandemic, I had to go alone. It was horrible. Like doctor came in, I'm like, if you have bad news, like there's no one here with yeah. me. And thankfully baby was fine. I had to be on bed rest for a little bit because I had placenta previa, which solved itself thankfully, but it was scary then. It wasn't the pregnancy I was hoping. Like mm. I, that little fear came back 
because I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy it. And then I'm like, no, I, I cannot work out. I cannot, I couldn't carry Nico, which was another thing. How do I tell my other baby that like, oh, mommy's not fully here for you. Like I cannot play as much and be the, but thankfully everything was fine. Of course, everything <laughs> is fine in Leo, so cute. Yeah. My other question for you, which is something I think about all the time, honestly. So, like, we we don't know if we're going to have a second baby or not. And it's a work-in-progress topic in conversation. One of the things that I always think about is, like, I love Victoria so much. Like, so much that, like, I'm like, how does this work when you have a second one? How like, does your heart adapt to I, Like, everyone says, oh, love. your heart grows. I'm like, but she's so perfect. Like, how, well, o sea, what, is there anything more perfect than this? I don't know. So, like, I want to know, how is this transition to two for you? It's true. It's just, like, it multiplies. Like, you don't have to divide the love. It just, it's, it's so weird to even explain it. I think the hardest part is dividing time. Because love, it's there. But then it's like time, like now at the time if I'm breastfeeding Leo, I'm like, Nico, you have to wait. Or even, I don't know, he wants to play outside something and I'm like, you have to wait for me or they have to. So like that time divide, it's the hardest part. Like how do I spend time with both and separately and together so they feel as love because the love you feel it, but it's, I think the hard part is the time. That's a really That's good quote. I kind of want a second baby. <laughs> No, I'm like, I just thanks for that reflection. Like, I want to be pregnant again. <laughs> I actually was telling Gabe, like, I was holding Leo, like, tiny. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, like you don't want to do this again. Like, this is too cute and too sweet. But I'm like, no, no, we're fine. Like, they're going to grow and get crazy. And then you see Nico jumping around. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're fine. Well, people say that you, when they get older, you want to have that newborn feeling again. And that's why people keep having babies, right? Because yeah. you kind of I mean, I forget about I physically all the won't tough, be able to. So, like, all the hard stuff. <laughs> And then you kind of just cut up with like that baby newborn, you know. I mean, I see a newborn now and I'm like, oh my. We talked about this in the last episode, but like I held a newborn recently and I was like, take it back. I'm like, take it back. I can't hold this. But you were saying that like, I think it was harder zero to one than one to two in terms of like with, you already know, like you're not nervous, like. I feel like I've enjoyed Leo much more because I know what I'm doing. I'm not like, oh, am I changing his diaper right? Am I holding yeah. him right? I'm just like... Like, I got this. Really I got this. I'm, You're like, oh, yeah. no. That's how I feel. I'm like, I've only been at this for like 15 months. I'm like, let me tell you how to do this. Exactly. You mentioned your mom's going to be gone in a few days, right? She's been helping you now. Um, how hard is it for a young couple? I think most people are in that situation where they don't have a lot of family or they don't have a lot of help. You know, how do you guys manage that? I moved to Miami by myself. I don't have much family here. I have a cousin. She has a baby uh, too. So it feels, I'm not going to say lonely, but it's, I remember like growing up with tons of aunts and cousins mm -hmm. and my grandma was just like a call away. And sometimes I'm like, I wish I, I could have been in that situation. <laughs> you, can you hear him? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I've talked about this before, but for me, like, being close to my mom was, like, if not one of the single most important things for me. We always talk um, about this. Like, the baby needs us, but we need our moms during yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. So and also, like, important. like you mentioned, though, like, the memories of your childhood. Like, for me, my grandma was so important. <laughs> so it's, I just, I could never... I could never imagine not giving Victoria that because of anything else. I could never. I could. I mean, obviously, if it's like physically impossible because she's not here and on Earth anymore, fine. But wherever she is, like, I will. I will be there. Um, no, just, my in-laws are very close too, but but mom is. 
Mom is mom. Mom is mom. Mom is mom. Yes. mom, is mom. <laughs> <laughs> and moms with our babies too. When I see my mom with my son, it's like yeah. my heart just explodes. Because she's an amazing mom, but she's, I always say this, she's a more even incredible grandmother. Yeah. And there's no one that loves my son more than, obviously besides me and his father, than my mother. Like, it's it's incredible to see her in action and just seeing that type of love. So just one last message, Nani, I think for all those moms who are probably struggling or maybe scanning or going down your page in the middle of the night as you're breastfeeding or feeling frustrated or kind of saying, like, when am I going to look or get it all together and just kind of like feel like myself again you know just some words of inspiration that now that you've been at it twice now with Nico and with Leo one is that you're always gonna be not a balancing act but like it's never gonna be perfect and that's fine I think it's understanding that that perfect balance doesn't exist that you always have to prioritize something and that's okay and yeah like do not compare yourself to people to people's real, to people's highlight real, because it's, <laughs> it's not true. Like, I get ready and then I have, like, I'm most of the time in my PJ. So, like, do not compare yourself to what whatever you see online and that you got this. Like, happy mom, happy baby. Just focus on yourself and the baby will be fine. As Leo cries in the background. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Nani. We were so excited to have you on our podcast. And I'm sure, you know, the audience will take away a lot from our conversation. Yeah, and also just read our content too. A lot of it is like, I feel like sometimes we express ourselves like deeper, you know, in the writing and the captions yeah. than just the images. I always enjoy reading a lot of your stuff. Thank you. No, thank you. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy. Y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el que está a mi lado. Y esa es mi mala fortuna. Basada en el clásico de Juan Rulfo, llega Univision, el gallo de oro. Supongamos que la caponera puede inclinar la suerte a quien ella quiera. ¿Estás tardando en conquistarla? Con Lucero, José Ron y Plutarco Asa. Este gallo está cambiando la vida. En una historia legendaria de amor y azar. No trates de cambiarme, no lo vas a lograr. El gallo de oro, lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univision.